welcome to Generations Be Like. This is where we exchange generational views from our different experiences, lifestyles, and mindsets to find common ground. Hi, I'm Yulia, a 23-year-old Hispanic millennial who recently graduated college and is trying to figure out her place in the world. And I'm Hong, a 40-year-old Asian Gen X teacher, coach, and technology professional. As I enter the real world, I want to figure out how to navigate life as an adult, like what are taxes? And as a veteran of adult life, I want to continue to develop and create new opportunities for learning. Like, how do I TikTok? Yulia, did you see this headline? It says, young activists who are changing the world. And it struck a chord with me because, as we all know, there's a lot going on. And yes, we do see young people out there. But it's not necessarily just young people. And there's a lot of generations that we see. And so that plays right into our kind of demographic. And I want to see and get some of your thoughts on what's going on and how to activism. Yeah, I think wanting change is not just a young person or an old person thing. I think it transcends generations because everybody wants change and everyone wants to better themselves and their lives in the world. Right. So I think it's a great way for all of our generations, millennials, Gen X, Gen Z, boomers, all of us to be alike and aligned. And that's what we want to explore today. And we're going to lead today's show with what can you do right now? Like we said, there's a lot going on and we are at home, but at the same time, everybody's kind of angry and they want to do something. So what are like three things that we could do right now that may affect some change or is our way to participate? Um, I think first and foremost, the easiest thing to do is to register to vote in November um, because voting for the primaries has already passed, but general elections are coming up in a few months and it does not take that much time or effort to register. And remember, these people, these are the people you're voting for and they want your vote. So you have to and you can hold them accountable. Great. I think that's the easiest one to do. What else? Um, I think we can also sign a petition. Again, not super hard. Um, Change.org is just one of the many I've seen. And they ask for your name, zip code, and email. And sometimes they do this thing where if you sign one petition, you can sign other ones that they come up, like with one click. So that's super easy as well. Is there anything else we could do? You can attend a protest. Um, I know things are kind of weird right now with coronavirus um, happening, but as long as you socially distance and keep a mask on, you should be okay. Also, you don't have to, if you're not the quote-unquote protesting type, there are other ways you can help protest. You can hand out supplies. You can scroll through social media looking at um, potential signs for danger and for any of the protesters. Interesting. That's actually an interesting thought. Like you're a lookout. Yes, exactly. That's kind of smart. Okay, I dig that. So those three actions are great. Um, and they are small steps that you can take to be an activist. But let's talk about how to activism, because you don't want to just blindly go out to a protest and not know what it's for, because then you look like those folks that just go out to a protest to take an Instagram photo, and that's not cool. So um, what do you think is a, a couple ways that um, to get a little more deep into uh, starting activism that we can practice, Juliet. I think the biggest tool that we all have is education. Mm. 
still educate yourself. Um, I don't know about you. I, I love books. Um, so that's one of the main things I use to get more information. Well, what kind of books? Not like fiction books. Well, it can be fiction books, but um, some like autobiographies or like other, not instructional books, but I guess commentary, it would be, mm -hmm. okay. that I would read. So other things, I'm not really a book person, but I do like periodicals. I don't know if anybody uses that word anymore, but I do like <laughs> to try to stay uh, abreast of things through magazines. I still do read a newspaper here and there. Um, Oof. Well, why do you say that? <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I'm a journalism major. <laughs> mm. Well, you say because what? You, you got to make sure that you get the correct facts, which is very important to be a, a proper activist. Yes. And so what, like, what are some ways that you kind of vet materials? I always try to make sure it's from a reliable source. Um, so, you know, the basics like CNN or, uh, what else? New York times, Washington post, um, like vetted, news organizations that you know have some, generally have some sort of integrity yes exactly <laughs> um well, those are the things i trust aim for i also if you're not if you're not sure just open up an article if like you're scrolling through facebook and you see this outrageous headline you can open up the article and see or look at the about information and sometimes they'll say, oh, we're a parody account or we're like a fake news website or whatever, mm. or Google it. You know, Snopes <laughs> is a great resource for fact checking. Oh, good call. So so utilizing fact checking websites. Um, I know there's a lot of skepticism of like fact checking websites or some people may even say, you know, it's, yeah, can you believe the mainstream media? But I think it's real easy to tell facts from fiction and entertainment, right? There are news channels yes. that provide entertainment and it's real easy to see, meaning uh, there are opinions put into their storyline as they present it to you. And that's how you know it's kind of meant for entertainment, right? So if there's a comment about somebody and their appearance right then and there to me, if it's like a news article or um, watching it on TV, I kind of discredit it and say, that's not really a factual story. That's This is just for entertainment. So that's one way that I do it. Um, yeah. Um, again, I, I've learned that news generally has to be unbiased. So, mm -hmm. it, which is like easier said than done because like we all know like the news nowadays is very biased, but try to look for the most unbiased, like clearest just statement of the fact sources yeah so the other thing that i do is like go to international websites or listen to international news because they're not here locally they're just they have to quickly get through their point of international news and generally they report on what's going on in the u.s um, so sites that like al jazeera for example or bbc in the uk uh, i often go to that because i get just world news and it's just facts and it's short and it's quick and it's brief and that sometimes is one other way that i like to vet information yep that's smart i think having a dialogue with people also helps having conversations um you don't want to get stuck in an echo chamber mm. 
like having the same views being like given back to you and yes it's coming from someone who it's like it's very hard to like hear opposing sides yes it is <laughs> yes it is i do <laughs> i listen to them mm-hmm. but i you kind of have to take things with the grain of salt as well just like listen to what they have to say and if you know they're wrong or like Wait, what am yeah. I trying to say? <laughs> I, I think what you're saying is you're not necessarily trying to bring someone to your side, like to your team. I think what you're doing is trying to get the truth out of them, where their basis of their of their opinion is coming from. Yes. Understand that because their experience or maybe totally different, and that's actually what you need to get to first to understand what they're saying. So similar to what we're doing here. You need to understand how I, as an older uh, adult, no, not even adult, I, I'll just call myself an older <laughs> child, as an older uh, young adult, how's that, am um, <laughs> looking at things differently and I can explain to you how I used to view things and how and why some of my views have changed rather than be like, no, you're wrong, I've seen this before. You just don't get it, and you'll see when you get older. That's kind of one of those lines that I hate the most. Like I said before, education is one of the best resources, and ultimately what we're trying to do is educate people. But also sometimes, not always, but sometimes other views are like, they're obviously wrong, so it might not always be a bad idea to like kind of push it to the side and not really listen to that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so there are some people that you're going to converse with that you're just never going to find common ground. And yeah. you might as well just not fight that battle or <laughs> uh, n- not take it personally. I think and to a- that, like, social media is a great example. Mm-hmm. Like, I've gotten into plenty of Facebook fights. Mm-hmm. And I want to say 95% of the time, they're not the Great. best form of discourse um, more often than not you just end up getting the other person angry and you get yourself angry and i think a lot of the problem is what we're trying to do is we're not trying to listen to the other person yep. we're just trying to prove them wrong yeah especially yeah when you're behind a computer it's easy right and, and you just want to dig at people and you know that they can't respond to you because you may not be in the same country as them and that you're having this strange argument uh, behind a person of a computer so i agree i think Social media is a tough one to kind of have discourse with, and you have to really be careful and, and be smart with your words. Yeah, um, but social media is a great way to put things out quickly into a large audience. So that's another way how to activism. Yes. So we did mention that staying and being involved is not just an adult thing, and we see it uh, generally youth or younger adults or folks like your age are a little more apt to go on protests. Um, I think that's a little different nowadays. I think, again, it's more acceptable to go protest. I think myself growing up, um, I always thought it was like dangerous to go and publicly protest because what what we used to see was like violence on television, even though (laughs) it's almost the same thing now. I mean, we're still... (laughs) seeing that now too yeah so right but that was what was in my head and i just always thought it was dangerous which is why maybe i didn't participate when i was younger and now it's almost the same thing so i don't actually go out there physically and so i'm trying to do that verbally in this case and do my part 
Yeah, um, like young people are definitely out in the front lines. Um, it's also funny because there's a stereotype of young people like what it's kind of what you mentioned before. It's like don't like you guys don't know what you're talking about. You're gonna know you're gonna understand when you're older and things like that. Um, but a lot of these young people that we're seeing nowadays who are becoming activists, they're actually very well-spoken and educated and they know what they're about. Yes, I think that's a great point. And that's why I kind of get inspired as well. So like, I think you're referencing other people like Greta Thunberg, right? With yes. climate, uh, we got Malala, right? A couple of years ago fighting. And then you have the, the education. Yeah. yeah. And then you got the Parkland teens speaking out of, uh, it's what David Hogg and Emma Gonzalez speaking yep. about gun control yep. and what's her name? Is it jazz Jennings on uh, speaking jazz on behalf, Jennings. Yep. right of being transgender and being accepted. So they're very inspiring. They're in the news, which means, um, they're, you know, they're not just kids. Uh, they're, really grown up, but they have a following. And to me, I, I think what they're doing is right. And they're, they're gaining a lot of support and they're consistent in their message, which I think is important too. Um, right. Like Greta was kind of taking every Friday off, right. From school. She's like, I'm yes. not going to school until you do something. And then she was accepted in the sense that like she stood up in front of the United Nations and like gave a really emotional expression of her thoughts and mm -hmm. i thought it was very effective so i give it up to any young adult and these when i'm talking about young adult these are like teenagers which is really inspiring and motivating um it's kind of funny though like it's these young people are all inspiring but sometimes i like i wish they didn't have to be inspiring mm, you know good point meaning what you wish like <laughs> Folks like they didn't have to like fight for climate change and like and these other serious topics like they they're they're not kids anymore they're adults well so what you you're know, saying with serious issues what i'm hearing is like you're saying like folks like me are older than me like the boomer generation for example let it happen or like didn't do enough is that kind of what i'm hearing I mean, for global warming, I would absolutely <laughs> say yes, not necessarily your generation but like I can older take one. It. It's okay. Kind of you can, you can blame us. Build up until the point we are now. No, you can blame us. I, I get it. There, there's a lot going <laughs> on. There. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. Um, I guess I said the same things about some of the things that were, or thinking about the same things that were happening when I was younger, um, particularly for anybody of my generation and Generation X. Um, there were some poignant protests that I remember that I still think leak into today so for example there were i i vividly remember the tiananmen square protests in china and there's that everlasting picture of the student trying to stop the tank mm -hmm. and why that's actually interesting is because hong kong is fighting for their independence and it's almost the same thing and that i think the anniversary of that was uh, i guess that was like 30 some odd years ago or something like that it's crazy whoa <laughs> and then the other one i remember is like the um, la riots with rodney king which still to today is very similar yep and then i i know even you know in the 80s and the 90s being gay was and and not 
being out yet was was a big deal. But that I think has probably made the most progress in 20 years or so in a generation to where a lot of people feel comfortable with themselves in coming out and, and supporting others uh, that are LGBTQ. So all these things yep. I think are, are great and I think they're they're making progress and you got to do small things to get there and get it rolling. Um, but there are other topics which I think I'm going to ask like what... <laughs> You know what the difference is from your generation because I I may be a little bit blind to it and you can inform me. So like with all the things, all these issues that you were dealing with when you were younger, how is it different compared to now? Is it different anyway? It's definitely different because it wasn't as public, and meaning again we didn't have social media back then. And so I, it wasn't like at my palm, I had to watch the nightly news to get some updates. I wasn't thinking about it. Like when, if I woke up at two in the morning, um, and if it wasn't close to me, which it really wasn't, um, I didn't necessarily think about it. Um, and so that was very different. And I didn't also feel like I had the ability to change things. So you just kind of went with it. Right. And you just say, and you, at that time, what my thinking was like, well, someone will know how to fix it. Okay. Um, little did I know that someone, there's a lot of people that need to do it together and they weren't doing that or they didn't care enough. And so it kind of shaped some sense of me and like, you can fight for certain things, but you're not going to see immediate change. And so you got to just kind of wait your turn and let it happen. But I think that was wrong. And I think that's the difference between now and the things that you and your the millennial generation have had to deal with. Yeah, I agree. I think not that each generation didn't have their issues, but sometimes it feels like people who are millennials or Gen Zers are kind of dealing with like one thing after another and it just keeps rolling. So it's very, I want to say easy it's easier for us to get incensed and to like want to do something about it. Incensed. That's a, that's a pretty awesome word. So like <laughs> inform me, what are some of these things that uh, incense you and your generation? Um, well, like the black lives matter movement is like obviously very big right now. Um, school shootings, hmm. uh, the, the hashtag never again, we're like was like a really big thing it's still a really big thing um immigration and ice and everything that's happening with in regards to that <laughs> yeah i feel like so as you say these things i kind of think back and you you think these things happened years ago but i think everything you just mentioned was like in the last year so <laughs> all yeah like it, it, again come. it's just like things these things keep coming up <laughs> yeah it's weird and they keep coming up and then i think what it, what kind of stinks is that it's like comes up so fast that there's not enough time for any lawmakers for example to deal with it and it's kind of tough and how do we do that because even right now there are minor changes going on that maybe will spur bigger changes but 
it's not what everybody wants. And so that's the hard part, I think, to, to wrap your head around is that you can't get everything you want. I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're dealing with now. And also, it feels like sometimes that things that are changing, like, not that they shouldn't change, but again, it's like what you said, it's like, not what we're asking for. Mm. Um, And they're small, like, kind of performative movements that don't inspire any lasting change. So is it acceptable and I'm asking you as a millennial, is it acceptable as like a millennial to get something accomplished or are we wrong and we need to think bigger? Because I, I know there's a lot of folks that are really progressive and they want to just change everything. I think it's getting to the point that um, we want to change everything. And if I'm speaking almost at like personally. Mm-hmm. Because I know some people my age might not agree with me, but again, some of these problems have been here for years and yes. nothing's being done. And it's just these small little baby steps. So like it, it gets frustrating after a while and like we're dealing with all of this and it's kind of like I get rolling into like a really big ball of just fire, I guess. <laughs> I agree. Taking steps is great. Love that. Let's just keep going, though. Like, let's not take one baby step and be like, well, we did it. We're done. (laughs) You got it. Like, let's keep going. Yeah. I think that's going to be the hard part, though, right? Because we rely on others. And what I mean by others are, in this case, local, state, government, politicians who really now only take sides, which is kind of scary, but I still have some faith that there are folks that can listen to both sides and and come to a compromise to get something done. Or maybe am I naive in thinking that? Am I sound old and saying, yeah, I'll get it done? (laughs) I think, I think younger generations have definitely become more radical. (laughs) Hmm. Right. So, Yeah. What I do like is I know there's some level of violence and, you know, stuff that is not stuff during these protests and things that are are not indicative of actually what they're trying to accomplish. But again, I feel like it's less. I think it's controlled. I, I, I do believe they're peaceful and they're done right. And I think more people are doing it. And that's what we're kind of encouraging. Um, I do again, as, as not someone that would necessarily go out and march or hold up traffic, I am inspired to do something. Um, and I'm looking forward to trying some of these actions that we have, because uh, it's one thing for me to tell people what to do. It's another thing for me to actually do it as well. So I'm looking forward to doing and taking some action to start being an activist somewhat in the middle of my life more than I have taking a back seat and just watching the news. I think that's a good perspective to have. Um, Even if you are quote unquote older, it's never too late to start doing something Mm -hmm. Um, like the things we mentioned or like donating, you know, I would say older people have more money than younger people. Just good point. Take out your wallet, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Or like, supporting local businesses or you know discussing like we mentioned earlier just like having a conversation with people 
Yeah, that is a good point. I think you're right. I think I'm at a point in my life where I can organize things better than I used to. Uh, you're right. I do have some financial capability to assist. Uh, so I think those are great points to do for someone that is kind of like myself that always sat on the sidelines. So that's great advice, Julia. I appreciate that. Thank you. So we encourage everybody to go out and partake somehow, uh, especially in these times while it's still um, at the forefront and that yes. you do have the ability to affect hopefully not just um, the issue that you are supporting, but also maybe affect somebody else, right? So maybe you can influence someone else to take part or you can influence somebody, uh, find someone new that, that has the same thought as you. And then yes. also maybe find someone that has a different thought than you and try to accept that. And we're not saying it's going to be easy, but mm. it has to be done. Yes. So, Juliet, if you had to sum up our discussion today, how would you do that? I would sum it up with a quote by Martin Luther King Jr. that says, and there comes a time when one must take a position that is neither safe nor politic nor popular, but he must do it because his conscience tells him it's right. Well said. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on Generations Be Like. We hope you learned all the things. Check out the show notes for links about today's topic. Got any questions, comments, or concerns? Tweet us at Jen's Felix. Like.